Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story, crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tap? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name is Carl. I've been bartending for 10 plus years now. Over a decade. Over a decade. My name is Riley and I have very short-lived bar experience. A singular year. Uh, Between a year and two years, depending. Depending. Now you're bartending for all your friends who you bring over to the house. Yes. So on this lovely little podcast, we read stories off the internet. Uh, yeah, we read stories, just yep. stories, nothing more, nothing less. We read bartender stories through the eyes of the guest or the bartender, talk about it, could have been handled differently or relate in some sort of fashionable way. Is there an asshole? Is there a hero? I don't know. We find out. Then we write that story one through five, one being your average story, five being something very unique that I've never or we or whoever has never heard before, seen before, and probably never see again. That is what we do on this podcast. In a very long-winded way, yes. Yes. But it is a short podcast, so it all evens out at the end of the day. (laughs) So since we are a bartending podcast and Riley and I both enjoy the adult beverages, we like to drink on this podcast. And so what are we drinking today, Riley? Um, Today we are drinking um, a local beer from Lion Bridge Brewing in Cedar Rapids called Mount Trashmore Trail Mix. And that's kind of an inside joke for anybody who doesn't know Cedar Rapids. But the name kind of gives away what Mount Trashmore would mean, but it's basically the hill that they used to dump. It it used to be the dump and then they grew grass on it and now it's a park. Right. So they're trying to revitalize it. So we got kettle sour with peanuts, chocolate, and blueberry. Yep. I don't know if I've ever had a sour with peanuts in it before. With penis in it? Penis. (laughs) Yum. Sir. Please. Our cat is being very aggressive. Mind your business. All right. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. It's sour. It tastes exactly how you think it would be. It does taste like a trail mix. Kind of tastes like a sour peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> I'm kind of here for it. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. We're good. Good job, Lambridge. They are, uh, they're down in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, like you said earlier. And you can see Mount Trashmore from their patio. Yeah, but it's a great little brew. They do some really good stuff to kind of keep it. More on the traditional side sometimes. but I I don't know. I would say they do more experimental beers than. Yeah. I mean, they kind of do both. So I don't know. If you're ever in Cedar Rapids, I would definitely go check them out. And so would you like to start? Would you like me to start? Um, Let's let us have you start this time because mine is more of an open forum question. Okay. Okay. All right. So I got my off ranker.com. The link. I don't see what the link was, but I just Googled bartender stories. and I just kind of go to different websites. Um, And so. Here we go. It's called a choreographed bachelor party routine. Okay. It was a Tuesday night and we were closing at midnight. A group of about six gentlemen came to my bar, seemingly intoxicated, but overall pretty friendly. Small talk revealed that they are mostly from the Portland area and are here undisclosed location near Philadelphia area for the best friend's wedding, which is tomorrow. The one guy asked for a shot of the most expensive tequila we have. That is Casa Azul Anejo at $150 a shot. He says, I'll take it. So I run downstairs 
this was occurring on the rooftop bar, grabbed the bottle and all the fancy stuff to go with it, performed my little presentation in front of him, and he grabs the snipper filled with $150 worth of our best tequila and says, okay, boys, circle up. Without missing a beat, as if choreographed, the six guys get in a circle and start flapping their arms, positioned like chicken wings from the chicken dance. Crouch down, start chirping like baby birds. Guy one then takes the shot, spits it into guy's two, er, spits it into guy number two's mouth, guy number two into guy number three mouth, and so on until it all reaches guy number six, who receives and swallows like a fucking champ. First of all, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Hey guys, I think we should start this new tradition when we go out for bachelor parties. Just baby bird each other in a circle jerk. Wow. This is a circle jerk on your nose. Knock level. it off. God, go away. So I have never seen that. Uh, I've never seen anybody baby shirt, baby bird a shot one time, Let much alone. less seven, six? Five times technically, right? Because the six guy didn't do it. Right. So. Okay. So let's first of all stay with if this is your best tequila in house, you are absolutely ugh. The bottle goes for $500 though. The it's, it's, this is a whole thing on the internet where this company does no longer make pristine tequila. You're just buying the brand and the cool looking bottle. The tequila in there is very garbage. It has a lot of additives into it. So I guess it's their most expensive bottle. I, right. if, it's kind of sad to say if that's going to be your most, you know, best tequila, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And if you're selling 150 bucks a pop, good for you. But yeah, I don't know. I would love, oh, I would not love to hang out with these guys on a bachelor party. Nope. Nope. Miss me. If I was that bartender, I'm like, what the fuck did I just see? Uh, yeah. Because I mean, like, I want to find like a study of how much tequila stays in each man's mouth and then how much is saliva. replaced by saliva. So by the time we got to number six, it was like 80, 20 or something. Yeah. 80% tequila, 20% saliva. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so they split it six ways then, or just the last guy get the get the the who pays for it, right? Who pays for it? And who? How do you decide who's number six and who's number one? Or does he just I start? Wonder, with, he starts with a random person. Have know? they have have they been doing it like what was the like the leapfrog running drills oh, yeah. where like the back person sprints to the front? So at the at every new bar, the back person starts. Oh, yeah. They just do the most expensive tequila. Or something. What if they do like the Long Island version, right? The first bar is best vodka. Second bar is best gin. Third bar is best tequila. You know, then rum and then your contro. That'd be hilarious. Ew. Yeah. But then like maybe are they, maybe he's staying on the table and then they're all like like musical chairs, right? You know, they're all kind of just going around in a circle, tripping, waiting to be the first one. And he just says, stop. You're the first one. And they go, I don't know. Like, this is weird. I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like any part of it? I don't like any part of this story. <laughs> so if you are thinking about doing this at a bar, please don't. I don't know. I well, mean, I, I wonder how not, long ago this happened because that feels like that feels like a pre-COVID shenanigan. Right. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, this isn't really hurting anyone, right? They're not being like obnoxious. You know, he said they're kind of just being drunk, kind of being, you know, whatever. They're just they're, they're just having a good time at a bachelor a, party. Right. So I guess you do you as long as you're. You tip the bartender, you know, 30 bucks for this. I mean, yeah. I mean, tip your bartender the appropriate percentage. And as right. long as you're not like making a mess, then right. you're, you're fine. But like, are you fine? Like, are you okay? <laughs> I bet this does not pick up chicks. 
or women, <laughs> pick up women, no, get I bet. chicks. I think it's safe to say there was no asshole in the story, right? Like, I mean, they're not being assholes. I mean, I kind of feel like the ad- asshole for being judgmental about the whole situation. However, you could also consider that the person who proposed this as a routine would be the asshole. But the friends got on board. Yeah. Is it no different than a group of girls with the stupid lollipop trees going around trying to get a fucking few dollars, right? They're not taking any, you know, they're spending money. They're doing it themselves. I just don't think there's, I, for me, there's no asshole in this story. Yeah, There's I mean, just a bunch of people having some fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, except I, I still think I'm being an asshole for being judgmental. Oh, so. you're being the asshole yeah. for being judgmental. Well, no, I mean, that's what we do in this fucking podcast. We'd always be the asshole. Yeah, then. but like like you said, if they're having a good time, then we should just mind our business. It's just and you it- would never <laughs> want to do this type of this. This is not your form of entertainment. No, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, okay. So. I don't like it you know as far as we know the bartender probably would have put more notes in there if they were disruptive afterwards or didn't tip you know but the story kind of ended there so i'm assuming the rest of the night went by easy peasy right you know they probably just did their one dude you got to get the fuck down sorry it's our cat um so yeah i don't know that's what i think now on a story wise the more we keep doing these now we have done this almost for half a year already right it's it's crazy i think we've already done this for almost half a year is i think my numbering system is going to get harder and harder, right? Like I'm going to be more tight. It's going to be harder to get a five when you've heard a lot of fives. So where I'm at now is I think to do above a four is it has to be a very compounded story, right? Like this, 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 and this all happened to make the story happen. This is a very just blunt story. Now, have I ever seen this? No, but you've seen dumb shit from bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, you know, and stuff like that. So that's why I'm only going to give the story a 3.5 because there's only like one there's only one right. there's only one plot there's not multiple plots to the yeah story. it's it's not there aren't multiple levels of fuckery converging into mm-hmm. one massive shit pile yeah <laughs> i mean i guess technically there are six plot lines right because there's six guys <laughs> all six men had to agree to this situation what do they do behind closed doors you think That's right <laughs> and what do their fucking wives or future wives or girlfriends say about this right Man. that's like you that to me, that's the same level of like friendship commitment as the movie Tag. Yeah. We're just like, these people are close. Right. Close enough to do some things other people would not consider doing. Yeah. Hey, man. I don't yeah. know. I. It's going to be really hard for me to get above fours anymore. I don't think that this one is a four. And I agree with you. I think it's because the, the level of fuckery, while it was, while it existed, it was not damaging. Right. This is like third grade. I let's just be boys thing. Yeah, this is very much a boys will be boys mm-hmm. crossing streams in the fucking urinals type of situation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm gonna go with you, uh, but I'm gonna go three point eight, and it gets just that little bit higher nudge because for some reason six grown ass men agreed to do this. I'm going to get shy. Our friend and it can't have tonight. been the first stop. No, this is not the first <laughs> time they've ever done it. Because he said like choreograph, right? So he's like, they just all of a sudden instantly like. They all knew what to do. Right. And they all did it. And I don't know how I feel about it. Do you have a story that is just as unique as this? Or maybe a little bit different, but just something dumb that you and your friends like to do to go out, have a good time, to give that night a little bit extra something, something. We would love to hear it. And we would love for you to go to our subreddit. If you link if you look at any of the links or if you look at any of the show notes, there's a link to our subreddit called, do you want to start a tab? We would love to hear. You can obviously be 
totally anonymous, right? Anonymous, yes. Yes, sweet. I used the big word correctly. And uh, <laughs> you're like, that's not a big word at all. If, I mean, it, it, it's big in etymology, yes. But it's no. big for me. <laughs> Continue so. to joke. <laughs> so anyways, we have that. And then today I got us our own phone number. So if you would love to call in and talk about your story, because maybe you're not good at the writing scenes like I am and you'd rather speak it, it's, you know, tell us your name. If not, we'd love to hear it. And then we'd play it on the show. I, I love that. Right. I would love it. Even if you're drunk, tell us the fucking story. God, please call us drunk and tell us your story of the night. So the phone number is 563-277-0072. And that phone number will be in the link of all of our podcast episodes. If you forget it, because there's another podcast with a phone number, they don't have it on their show notes. And I drunk told them to put it in there. Bartender rant. But um, yes, we'd love to hear it and play it on the air. Maybe if we get a couple of them, maybe we'll just do an all episode. Yeah, depending on, depending on how many stories we get, we, yeah. we will do. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And then also to also help support the podcast, sharing this with your friends or family who you think this they would find enjoyable. And then also leaving us a rating on Spotify, Apple, any podcast platform usually has some sort of rating. Five stars would be great. And we love it. Yeah. And now I give it to the, uh, to the young blood bartender, Miss Riley. Okay. Ms. Riley. All right. So this is kind of like a, this is a post on Reddit from professor underscore baddie a month ago. And the question was, anyone else love being an asshole bartender? I think some customers come in just to be emotionally beat up. I fucking 100% already know the answer is yes, 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 more yes. But, and then, so then the story actually comes in the comments. Um, and it's from Dolores underscore Herbig a month ago. Dude, people love that shit. People I don't know get the customer service voice. Regulars get, yeah, wait a fucking minute, Mike. I don't have time for your shit. And they come back for it. I've got one guy who every time he comes in gets, no, get the fuck out of my bar. And he says it's his favorite place in the city because he feels so welcome and it reminds him of home. He's Irish. <laughs> they still get their drinks and some chit chat, but it's nice to not have to do the industry persona. Right. So. This isn't really like a story. It's more of an open forum question to you. Being an asshole bartender, do you, how, how do you feel about it? I feel it has its time and place. Um, I will say this. Sometimes it's easier to do that with your regulars because you built this relationship and they understand who you are as a bartender and they know you have a lighter side. And it's just, it's like with your best friend, right? Like you and I, when we first started hanging out, we weren't telling the dumb shit that we're telling each other. Now you have to, no. you have to build it up and have that trust. And that just like, okay, we're on the same page. And now, now we just know we're fucking with each other. Right. Messing around with each other, whatever. There are some times at the bar where I think coming out strong like that. <laughs> coming out swinging. Coming out swinging is very, it's, it's an iffy move. It's like, you know. It's me, a bold choice, Kat. Let's see how it works right, out for him. Yeah, exactly. So um, it, ha it works sometimes and it doesn't work sometimes. And if it doesn't work sometimes, I'm just like, hey, I apologize. Like, like look, I'm sorry. I just like to have fun. You know, I'd like to keep this place lighthearted. And sometimes they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. Because sometimes they think I'm just being straight up asshole. Like, I'm like, no, I'm sorry. And then I usually, you know, if there's a, a regular sitting there, like, no, he's just having fun. This is just who he does. Right. And then, you know, I take it down a notch, be my normal self, I guess. And then maybe bring it back at the end. <laughs> you know, if they say something stupid, I go, there's the fucking door. You know, you know, <laughs> right. things like that, you know. And then they usually laugh once in a while. If that person's kind of having a bad day or they just don't like humor, they just like, what? the fuck 
you know, they're just like already pissed off, you know? And I just, cause I think sometimes it helps lighten your mood, right? If you're upset or mad, you know, especially work in a hotel, sometimes they don't get you checked in right away. Sometimes you just got done traveling six hours. You're, you're tired and stuff like that. And I think that normal, like, how you doing today, man? You know, the super nice, like bartender thing. I think that's so overplayed and it sometimes seems, seems disingenuous. Disingenuous. D- yes. Disingenuous, yeah. you know, because it just seems fake. Like, because I, it is fake. It is. I mean, no, there are some times where I legitimately want to know what about you, but like just doing over and over and over and over again. Right. It just sounds, it just sounds fake. And so sometimes you just got to have to, you have to crack a few eggs to make it all wet, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> so a lot of the comments were, um, after a long <laughs> shift tonight, I walked into a bar I go to regularly, was greeted with, hey, fuck face. And I sighed as I knew everything was again right in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I have never done like anything like that. That might be our new more speed divey bars. Um, but you know, I don't know. I mean, like with my regulars, you know, I mean they keep coming back, you know. They yeah. would they, they have better options to go. We are a hotel bar. Our shit's more expensive than other right. places. They could go to other places. Right. And somebody says, I always tell my regs that if I'm not an asshole to you, I don't like you. If I'm nice, I fucking hate your guts. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true. I mean by not really, but yeah, there there is a there is a a meaning or a a relationship or a, I can relate to that in certain degrees, you know? Right. I just also think because then it brings you down to that friendship level or, you know, more than I'm just your guest and I am the guy serving you or girls, woman serving you, right? Like there's more of a genuine relationship there because that's what you and your friends do. Everyone and their friends does and say dumb shit to each other like that. Right. Right. So I don't know. Cause it makes you feel like you're one of the boys. <laughs> So if you have uh, any thoughts on this, uh, let's, uh, what should we do? We'll have a uh, call the phone number. Call the phone number. Yes. There you go. See? <laughs> oh my God. It's so, it's so fresh. It's so new. Yeah. That. And also I just got back from like a 12 day long vacation. So my mind is still burp. So yeah. What do you think about that guys and girls and ladies and men? If, uh, do you like having kind of an asshole bartender serve you? you know, in a playful kind of mind, or do you just want to go and just be pleased and thank you all night long? So again, five, six, three, two, seven, seven, zero, zero, seven, two. Uh, we're not going to rate this again. Cause this is more of an, an opinion, open-ended question. Like Riley said, another way you can support the show is we do have a Patreon for $3 a month. You can get exclusive interviews to all of our guests that we have on the show. We sit down and talk to them for about 30, 40 minutes about their life. It's a very fun time. I would like to also say that you can now do a free trial. So if you're debating whether or not for seven free days, you can get access to our content, give it a try. If you like it, cool. If not, no hurt feelings. You still listen to the podcast, the free one. We would love you anyway, no matter what. Right. Um, If you have an extra three bucks to spare, go right ahead. We do have two awesome Patreon members now. They've been supporting us for a couple months, Chandler and Matt. They're both fantastic. Love you guys. Yes, thank you very much. And yeah, we have also have two free episodes on our Patreon, the interview with Jessica and then our 2023 Iowa's best mixologist story. So we keep adding stuff on there. It's a lot to do. I know we keep rambling about a lot of stuff, but we just want to know these options are out there for everyone. And on that note, don't be a dick, tip your bartender and drink responsibly. Bye.